Hey, what's going on, Future Is Now family? I'm excited for today's episode. We are talking about masculinity, the myths and uh, different things that people in society and culture has kind of thrown onto the idea of masculinity and what the Bible actually says about it. So I'm excited about this episode. Before we get into it, um, uh, this episode is brought to, brought to you by the Laser Strategy. So the Laser Strategy is just something that I developed for businesses, entrepreneurs, or anybody out there that's really just looking towards um, being financially responsible. You know, this helps businesses with making taxable uh, income into assets and tax write-offs. This helps anybody that's wanting to uh, invest in their retirement because they're afraid of market volatility. It's for any nonprofits that are trying to make a financial strategy to grow their contributions. If you have a business, if you're just somebody that's looking for more information on this, there's going to be a link below. So you can click that, make an appointment, and we can have a conversation more about the laser strategy. But that's all about that for now. Let's get into this episode. I'm excited to talk about masculinity. Get your hearts and your minds ready for today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Future Is Now podcast, where you can discover your calling, live with passion and purpose, and learn how to be the leader of the future. We all have a voice that people need to hear, and it's time to get the confidence to use our gifts to better the world. If you're here to grow in the things of God and develop a healthy mindset, you are in the right place. I'm so glad that you're here. So let's get excited about today's episode. All right, everybody. Uh, you know, I'm excited about today's episode. I'm excited about to, to talk about masculinity, to be honest. You know, this is an episode that kind of got brought to my attention just because of what I've seen and what I've I've witnessed in today's culture and what they have to say about men and what they have to say about a man's role and all this progressive lunacy that's kind of crept its way into um, what we believe about the Bible and I'm sure you've seen it too. It's just like t- people talking about the patriarchy and sexism and the Bible's full of sexism and they hate women and a lot of that junk and nonsense. So I thought I'd make an episode to kind of talk about that. Um, I know it's a pretty fun one. Some of you might not uh, end up listening to the podcast after this, after this episode, <laughs> but um, I promise you, I, I only am speaking um, from what I learned from the Bible and I'm not going to be shy or or back away from any of the truth that scripture speaks. So um, you can count on me there. Um, If you want to follow me on uh, Instagram also, you can follow me on at Spencer Knock. I post a lot of this stuff on my stories as well. And I like talking to you guys. So um, let's just get into this. You know, I think masculinity is something that is thrown around a lot. I don't know if we really understand what we're saying. Um, This huge wave of the the feminist movement, um, a large section of it will say, you know, oh, toxic masculinity, hate all men, uh, which is, it's always funny. Whenever you get a statement that kind of just blankets everything, it's, it kind of makes me laugh, like hate all men, all men are terrible. All men are trash. Um, and so, you know, masculinity, uh, the, I mean, the definition of masculinity, I guess, is just, it's literally just qualities or attributes regarded as characteristics of men. So when we're talking about masculinity, we're talking about the characteristics of guys, of males, biological males. It's weird that I have to say that, but I, it's 2022, so I have to say that. So I am speaking towards biological males here. Um, and there has been this huge wave of um, addressing toxic masculinity, which I'm not defending 
men that are terrible men, like sucky men are sucky. You know, it's like, I, I don't think that there's an intrinsic, um, an intrinsic negative about being a man. I actually think that there's a lot of positives about being a guy. Uh, personally, I mean, I am a guy, so obviously I have a little bias there, but, um, I, I think it's really dangerous as a society, as a culture, when we have these huge movements that really just categorize, I mean, half of our society as damaging. And what I've seen from the progressive movement is just this idea that um, men and women, number one, are the same, which they're not. Um, and number two, how there's not a need for men, which there is. Um, and also just kind of devaluing men. And it's all for the sake of, I think, they people believe that the Bible is sexist and there's sexism in the Bible. And people honestly think that the patriarchy in general is sexist, which I'm, I'm going to address that as well. Um, but it's just interesting to me, and I will pre- I will say this, that there are women probably that are listening to this podcast in the world that their entire worldview of men is they, they just haven't had a good experience. You know, maybe they grew up in a in, in not a good household environment. They didn't have a father figure there for them. They dated some terrible guys uh, that, you know, broke their trust. And because of that, they have a jaded view of men. And I, I understand that. Uh, but in order to get to the truth, we have to look at the objective truth, which is scripture, if you're listening to this, because again, I'm, I this podcast is for Christians. So we believe that scripture is objective truth. So we can't be blinded in our assessment of something just because of our experiences, because our experiences can be on one side of the spectrum. We have to be able to look at scripture and say, what does scripture say about this? And then, and then from there, we have our um, worldview of said topic. So um, it's interesting because when people talk about toxic masculinity, a lot of times they're just saying that men are toxic, which isn't true. I mean the toxic masculinity trend tends to be that they are painting men as dominating and aggressive. So let's talk about that for a second. Um, domination and aggression are, I would agree, a lot more prevalent in males than females because, again, like I said, God made us differently. However, we can't ignore the fact that Galatians 5 calls us to um, the fruits of the Spirit. You know, love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, like we have to understand that anything that is taken away from scripture is going to be bad. So a man may have more dominant and aggressive tendencies, but a godly man will hone that in and understand what's right and what's wrong, given what we're learning from scripture. So there are men out there that are trash men, right? That, that are very dominating, that, that they are very aggressive, that they use that in order to manipulate people and dominate. But that is not the biblical idea of what a man is. Okay. And this goes into the patriarchy. That's a big hot topic word right now. The patriarchy, F the patriarchy, screw the patriarchy. The patriarchy is, is sexist, which is not, it's not true. I mean, listen, I'm going to say something, okay? Just prepare yourselves. God made men and women different. God made men and women different, okay? Now, the patriarchy in its very base definition, 
it's funny because you'll get t different types of definitions for patriarchy. But the actual definition of patriarchy is this, a system of society or government in which the father or eldest male is head of the family. Okay? A system of society or government in which the father or eldest male is the head of the family. Wow, that is so sexist, Spencer. How could you say that? How can men, men can't be that? Don't ha Listen, I didn't make this. Uh, God did in scripture. Okay, we're going to read this in, um, where are we here? We're in Ephesians 5, right? And this is Ephesians 5, uh, verse 21. Instructions for Christian households. All right. Verse 21, we're starting. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Submit to one another. Okay, that's a good starting point. Then it goes on. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. Patriarchy. His body of which he is a savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands and everything. People will take this and be like, oh my goodness, the Bible is so sexist. They're saying that women aren't amounting to anything. They say women don't have any value. They're saying women are worthless. Oh my, no. Okay, verse 25, husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleanse, uh, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. blameless. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body, just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church. However, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. Okay, so men, in a biblical sense, are meant to, to be the leading, the, the head of the household right? But in verse 21, it says, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So this isn't a relationship of, I do what I want, regardless of what my wife feels and what she thinks. And I'm going to look out for myself and my interests. And I don't care about my wife's dreams or passions or desires. I only care about me. No, the proper way for a husband to lead his household correctly is to lead in submission to Christ. And so Christ sees each person equally significant. So the significance is not different from man and woman. It's just the roles that are different. And each gender has a different role to play. Okay, now it's crazy because that's controversial as well. But we have to be honest here. Okay, let's think, guys, let's critically think about this, okay? Men and women are different. <laughs> okay, what I mean by that is there are strengths and weaknesses with men and women, right? Uh, men are created to be more in the vein of protection and providing. That's what men are created to be. We're created to be warriors, right? And listen, don't go crazy and say, well, women are strong too. I know women are strong. I'm saying that God has created men with the natural tendency to be the, a protector. Now, how do we know this? Let's leave scripture out of it, okay? Because I know some of you are gonna are already freaking out at this. Stop freaking out. Men 
biologically are meant to be protectors. How do we know this? Because if you take the average man and you take the average woman, the man is going to be stronger physically. Okay. The man is going to be physically stronger. Now, when I say that, sometimes people get upset. And I, honestly, you can look at the metrics of any any physical feat in the world. And men, when we're ta- when we're comparing apples to apples, are more athletically inclined than women. All right, that this should not be a controversial idea, but I guess it is. And I've had this argument with some people, right? And I'm like, and they're like, well, huh, funny for you to say, Spencer, I bet you, you couldn't beat anybody in the WNBA one-on-one. Well, yeah, no, duh. I, if I'm one-on-one versus Brittany Griner to a game of 21, I'm losing 21 to zero because she's like six, five and I'm five, seven on a good day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not thinking that all men are better than or are stronger than all women or what i'm saying is strictly physically speaking apples to apples lebron james is james is going to wax britney griner in a game of one on one like roger federer is going to wax serena williams in a game uh, in a tennis match one on one any track athlete in their specific category is going to beat a woman one on one it's it's just the physical idea now that doesn't mean that women are lesser than men. It doesn't mean that men are better than women. I'm just pointing out a biological difference here, okay? And so biologically speaking, a man is more inclined to be the protector in a marriage, in a relationship than a woman, right? If somebody breaks into my house Adrian isn't expecting me to hide under the covers while she goes and investigates. She, she says, you better, better get your butt out of bed and look. Okay? So that's what I'm saying. Women, on the other hand, are different. They are more nurturing. They are more understanding. They, all, they have more sympathy, are more empathetic, are better at understanding the human condition in terms of emotions. Right? And to, to think this is where I, I get an issue with it is that people will look at the differences in the strengths that I give for men and women and say, oh, you're, you're saying men are so strong and women are just weak in their feelings, which that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying both are strengths, right? The idea, this whole idea that like, listen, women can work, women can be in the corporate world, but the idea that a man providing for his family is somehow more significant than a, than a mom caring for the children and raising them to be competent individuals in society. That's, that's so stupid. That's so stupid to say, oh, it's more important to be the breadwinner than it is to care for a household and care for kids and raise kids. My mom was a stay-at-home mom and she was amazing. And she raised me and she taught me and that and it was equally as significant as my dad, who was the breadwinner of the family. So stop making these weird like graphs of what's important and what's not. And let's just accept the fact that men and women are different in their roles, right? I mean, can we do that? Like the, the idea of, cause what I, I, I see a lot of is like, 
women will say, all men think that we're good for is birthing kids. Like, why? Hold on. First of all, why are we downplaying the crazy reality and amazing thing that childbirth is, right? Why are, hold on. Why are we reducing childbirth to like not a significant thing? That you literally grow a human inside of you and you push it out of you. That is mind blowing. That is incredible. So to say like, oh, men only think that you only think I'm good for, uh, no, I think it's pretty crazy and pretty, uh, impressive and pretty astounding that God would give you a body that would be able to grow a human inside of it and give birth. That is astounding. That is a miracle of God. So let's not look past that. So when understanding this, when understanding the patriarchy, all the patriarchy is saying is guess what? Uh, There's different roles to play in a household and God created the family unit to be for the man to be head of the household. And guess what? Being the head of the household, he has to serve his wife. He has to love his wife, care for his wife. And you may still argue to that, okay? But let's let's talk about why. Why is the patriarchy so heavily criticized when it is the number one predictor um, of kids actually being successful in life, Right? of men in prison grew up without a father. Teenagers without a father are five times more likely to commit suicide. 90% of all homeless runaway children are from fatherless homes. 85% of children who have behavioral disorders grow up in fatherless homes. 80% of all rapists come from fatherless homes. 71% of college dropouts come from fatherless homes. Almost all school shootings are committed by men from fatherless homes. Statistically, we give our ch- our kids the best possible chance when they are in a household with a father and a mother that are married in one household. So why let's 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 again if you want to argue the whole scripture idea then let's just look at statistics. Statistically speaking, why are we bagging on something that is the most beneficial for our kids to grow up in? The patriarchy is not sexist. The patriarchy is not Uh, historical. Like people were like, oh, this is the stone age. Well, guess what? Just because an idea is progressive doesn't mean that it's beneficial. Just because an idea is progressive doesn't mean that it's profitable. There's been a lot of reform in the world recently and it's crap. So we have to understand that men and women having separate roles is actually healthy. It's actually holistic. So this whole idea, there's this whole attack on men and masculinity it's just, it's, it's a shame because it's swung on the pendulum so far to the other side that men are being demasculated. They feel like they can't be the, the, they can't be confident. They can't be the, uh, um, leaders that they're called to be. And this is damaging for our society. Like men, it's time for us to stand up and, and grow a spine in, in, in the midst of a crazy culture and be men that God has called us to be. Okay. Jordan Peterson is a um, psychologist and I love him listening to him. And he says, whatever affects men eventually affects the family. Whatever affects men eventually affects women. So the statistics that we see that are hurting men, guess what? It's going to hurt our society in general. If we want to see society come back, we need to see men start being men. We need to start seeing men be who God has called them to be, to be leaders, to be visionaries, to be guiding, to be um, the warriors, to be, to step up for what's right. 
And so that's why our, but our society, guess what? It, it, they don't like masculinity. They don't, but we shouldn't be surprised guys. We shouldn't be surprised because culture is always pro is always going to be counter to what the biblical teachings are because they're not popular. So when we're thinking about this today, I, I just want to be aware going forward that sometimes culture paints things that aren't accurate, that are misleading. The Bible calls us to be men. Well, no, the Bible calls men to be men. <laughs> the Bible calls men to be men. Um, but the Bible calls us to be godly men, which means masculinity is not toxic. Masculinity in the context of biblical principles is one of the health, healthiest things that our, our society needs. And our society needs it bad. Um, so that's, that's just a general idea of masculinity, you know, um, how culture sees it and how the Bible sees it. But I would just encourage you, you know, let's, let's take a step out and let's not take everything that we see on social media at surface level, um, in, in truth. And let's investigate it a little bit. Let's investigate these posts that people are posting. Um, I'm going to be doing more commentary on different things. So again, if you, if you follow me on Instagram or, or YouTube, I'll be posting it there. I'll be posting more commentaries on different things that I see. Um, there are going to be some things on YouTube that I'm going to be posting like uh, response videos to different things. And it's, it's hard to post that on a podcast setting because it's actual video that I'm responding to. So, um, make sure you go ahead and go follow me on, um, YouTube and you'll be able to see that as well. But, um, until then, make sure you guys leave a review for the podcast. I really do appreciate everybody following along. I mean, I am saying things that probably aren't the most popular. Um, and I just appreciate you guys being here along for the journey. I promise you, I'm going to stick to the truth. I'm going to stick to what's real and what God is speaking to me and the conviction that I have. I'm going to be unapologetic about it. Um, and we'll see where it grows from there. We'll see what God does with this. So thank you guys so much. Um, always message me about the episode. I love talking to you guys. If you want to hear something specific, let me know. But until then, I'll see you guys guys next time on the future is now.